Hey, welcome to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. And uh, this is not Matt Stewart, this is Saran Jayamana. We're in Sydney, we're about to be in Brisbane, we're doing live Who Knew It with Matt Stewart's in both those cities. And we're also doing our stand-up shows, uh, Dry Dry, is that right? That is correct, uh, Who Knew It's with Matt Stewart's, and also Dry Dry in Sydney at the Manning Bar, and in Brisbane at the beautiful Powerhouse. Oh, so good. And we're you're doing the Who Knew It's at the Chippo, and at the Good Chat Comedy. Anyway, we'd love to see you there, it'd be fantastic. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Who Do It with Matt Stewart, the show where the guests write the wrong answers. I'm the titular Matt Stewart, and our first guest this week is host of Deathbed Comedy. It's Raywin Pickering. Oh, hello. Thank you, Matthew. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> our second guest this week from Metrosexual, it's Irvi Majumda. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and our third final contestant this week from the Pop Gaze podcast, it's Jordan Barr. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no copying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know when you get introduced sometimes. Yeah. What do you say? What do you yeah. say, Matt? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. How, yeah, hey. <laughs> yeah. I thought you all played that real cool, really? actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you want to be like psycho or anything? No. Yeah. All right, so the way the show works is I ask a relatively obscure trivia question and our contestants have to write a convincing fake answer. I then read their answers as well as the real one and I have to guess which one is correct. Okay, are we ready to play? Mm-hmm. 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 The yeah. first question comes from listener Ethan Bricknell and Ashley Jahn. So it's one of these rare combo efforts. Bricknell nice. and John. Bricknell and John. <laughs> Whoa. Together Can again. you believe they're involved? It's like an old-timey fairy tale couple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. B and J, if you will. <laughs> uh, and B&J from South Morang, just out of town here in, in Melbourne. And their question is, what is the meaning of the 19th century word scambler? All right, while they're writing their answers, I'll explain how the scoring works. So you get one point if your fake answer is guessed by the other contestant or one of the other contestants and another point if you correctly guess the answer. And by the way, I'm also playing as the house. I've put in two of my own fake answers for each question with the help of the question writers and I get a point for each one of those that our guests choose. So each of us can score up to three points per round, which seems fair, but the probability actually favours me, the house, and the house always wins. So if you've not... Listen to previous episodes, um, you won't know that that really is not true. I very rarely win. Anyway, our questions come from our great Patreon supporters. And if you want to submit a question, sign up at any level via patreon.com slash to go on pod, which is linked in the show notes. Um, yeah, I feel I, I don't like winning anyway. So it actually oh, doesn't yeah. even really matter. Oh, well, yeah, me neither, purposely. I feel like I won last time, though. <laughs> you, so, yeah, you're, you are a winner. Yeah. You're I a proven win. winner. A proven winner. I feel like Raywin's going to win again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Raywin's really good at um, life. Oh, yeah. Life <laughs> <laughs> and games. The game of life. Irvi and I are like just... two little um, hairs that you find in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> With like clunk on it. <laughs> Trying to get out of the drain. <laughs> like, let me help you. <laughs> 
I want to put it back in the drain. It's sad. <laughs> Let it clog. Come on, Let that's it all it wants Come to on. do. It just wants it's to just clog. Just a little cloggy today. <laughs> all right, the answers are in. So here is question number one. What is the meaning of the 19th century word scambler? A cobbler who scams people by selling shoes that are designed to wear out quickly, necessitating the need to buy another pair. An egg beater in a tumbler. A scamming <laughs> artist who has a speech impediment. Uh, with an example here. Hey, mum, I lost my phone. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> An uninvited guest who appears only at meal times. A male ape that prefers human women over their primate counterparts. Or someone who likes to fake drink from a water bubbler. One of these is the real meaning <laughs> of scambler. Do you write the other options or do you use the AI bot? Uh, <laughs> some of these sound a bit like they were written by so a non-human. AI like, or for some reason, everyone is bringing up AI bots in my life for the last. I haven't um, tried yeah. one yet. I haven't tried one either, but apparently, the yeah, I just feel like it's bad news. Yeah, I'm scared <laughs> as someone who wants to write things that yes. the, the robot is better than me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote my bio recently from AI. Whoa. Really? Yeah, but it did. It thought that I was a Canadian basketballer because <laughs> there's not enough information about me yet. Um, yet. Yeah. <laughs> Watch this like, space. <laughs> so, do you need to hear those options again? <laughs> I know what mine is. Yeah. All right. What are you What are you going for, George? I'm going uh, purely based on fun. Uh, I'm g- and intelligence. I'm going with um, the bubbler. Situation, great. Right. Yeah, I think that that's fun, and also bubblers. Mm. The really you don't the, hear enough about them these no. days, and they're having a reconnaissance. They I think, really are after COVID. A reconnaissance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the word? A recon mission. <laughs> renaissance. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking of when they say I, mean, like, I loved um, it. We're just <laughs> hiding in the corner. <laughs> I'm thinking of the um, who's that guy who did that movie about um, the AIDS and it was called a Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, that oh, was it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really made Renaissance the word hard because you know there's the Brendan Frasonance yeah. or whatever it's called. Frasonance. Frasonance. <laughs> if you will. Yeah, it rarely works. No. But reconnaissance does. Mm, does. And to the point where I thought reconnaissance was the word. No, that's just renaissance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. All right, rock, lock, locking in the bubbler for Jordan. Uh, you said um, you've got yours, Raven. Well, maybe the uninvited dinner guest. Okay. Maybe that might be a scandaler. Well, you've been vague there. Maybe or we lock yeah, it in? Yeah, we'll lock it in. We'll lock it in. All right, lock, <laughs> all right, locking it in. Yeah. <laughs> What about you, Irvi? And um, you, you can you can all go for the same or different. It doesn't matter. Um, what about that one that's about a monkey or ape? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that is a male ape. What about it? Yeah. <laughs> the scambler you think is a male ape that prefers human women <laughs> over their primate counterparts. <laughs> I wear those. Yeah. those uh, Met a few of those. <laughs> big word from the 1800s. <laughs> as uh, as someone who has worked in zoos mm. and zoo environments, the amount of women who tell me how hot they find the the silverback oh, wow. is really, really alarming. They really don't think it's an issue as well. I'm like, that's not an animal. And they're like, 
God, guys, what's wrong? Oh my God. I wouldn't mind that. I'm like, I'm like, he's just telling you up the back. Like, it's yes, so strange. She'll be like, with like, your husband and children, be like, how much is so he? Can I have <laughs> and they're saying it to you, like, don't you? As you yes. agree, right? Yeah, yeah like, and I'll, because I, you know, I'll, I would maybe in my talk be like, beautiful bum, you know, yeah. something like that, yeah. but very playful. Yeah. But then people are like, yeah, can I, can I get in that ass? <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's alarming, and just and no, not worried about what I think of them. I feel no, like you should name names, so Jordan. Who are these people? Sandra, <laughs> Sandra's one. Cassandra. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, and just any mother that has come to the zoo. Wow, just what, have that, to have a sit up the back for a yeah. little while. <laughs> Anyone you see sitting down in front of the gorillas, <laughs> fanning oh, themselves, fanning just, oh. Oh, disgusting, disgusting <laughs> people. So, ever you're locking that one in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll lock it in. Why not? All right, let's go through who wrote the answers. Uh, firstly, we had the cobbler who scams people. That was written by the house, in particular, the Ethan and Ashley combo. Some fantastic that's work. A good yeah. one. That's a good From Jane. Good author. Uh, the egg beater in a tumbler. That was Irvy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very specific 19th yeah. century word, that one. <laughs> <laughs> It makes sense. Yeah. Of, yeah. Uh, the scamming <laughs> artist who has a speech impediment, that was Jordan. Yeah. Mm. yeah love the example. Did I pronounce blur right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Then we had uh, someone who likes to fake drink, drink from a water bubbler, which Jordan picked. That was Raywin. <gasps> Get out. Mm. So a point to Raywin there. Yeah. Uh, male ape that prefers human women. Uh, <laughs> that was also written by B&J. <gasps> oh. Okay, the house. They're freaky. Very creative. (laughs) 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 Meaning Raywin was correct. It was an uninvited guest who appears only at meal times. (gasps) What? Uninvited guests that appear on the meal times. That's crazy, the scambler. Yeah. Mm. That's like uni. Scambler man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they always forget their wallet. Yeah, yeah. literally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's two points to Raywin. Oh, One point wow. to the Step house. Step we know that. Gonna gonna Come on. <laughs> I told you, Raywin's good at this. This is unfair. You should have put us with the monkey. <laughs> You're good at games and stuff, Raymond. Can you get that? Monkey. Can you just get him out here? (laughs) All right, we're up to question number two. This one comes from Michael Nielsen from Signet in Tasmania. And the question is What is Lal (laughs) Bihari from Uttar Pradesh in India most famous for? Mm. So while you're writing your answers oh, there, here okay. is some more information on, on Scambler. <laughs> I know. Wish I Waiting for the name. options. <laughs> I know. I think I know what one of. The, I think I have a oh. clue. Oh, like, um, there's more stuff about Scambler though. You were saying. I'll, yeah, I'll tell the li- oh. while you're writing. I'll, yeah, I'll let the okay. listeners know a bit. Wait, what was scambles. the name? Lal. L A L. Lal. Yeah. Uh, so according to Ashley and Ethan, B&J, scambler is a Scottish term used in the 19th century to refer to an unwelcome visitor who takes advantage of the hospitality of others, especially during mealtimes. Evidence of the term can be found in Alexander Hislop's 1862 work, The Proverbs of Scotland. A more modern example of the term appears in Joe Gillard's Little Book of Lost Words in 2019 reading, Brian's scambler friend was more interested in Brian's mum's cooking than he was in Brian. All right, we're up to question number two, which is what is Lal Bihari from Uttar Pradesh in India most famous for? He was Ravi Shankar's first manager who advised against his first tour of Europe telling him there is no chance they will understand your music. 
Famous last words. A man who tried to make LAL take over from LOL when people were leaving MySpace <laughs> to Facebook saw an opportunity to make money but made no money. LAL stands for laughing and laughing. <laughs> That's that good. one, no jokes. He's famous for having to fight bureaucracy to prove he wasn't dead. Oh, mm, right. same. He invented <laughs> <laughs> he invented a giant piano where instead of the hammers hitting strings, they hit volunteers from the audience, creating a song out of their screams. Oh. <laughs> he was famous for building a supercomputer in record speed, or famous for growing the biggest husk of corn. Husk. I love that word, husk. Husk, husk of corn. Husk Husky of corn. boy. Can you can you grow a husk of corn without the corn? Why wouldn't you have just grown yeah. a big corn? Exactly. You can't grow a husk. <laughs> Do you mean the singular kernel? No, just like the big corn, corn. The husk. The big corn bit. Yeah. What's that called, a corn? That's the husk, isn't it? No, the, the husk, husk is, is like the... The skin. Oh, so you think it's all husk. <laughs> How did he grow and just husk? <laughs> Unless maybe he just like figured out a His family's very hungry. <laughs> <laughs> what can we do with this husk? <laughs> it's like fire. We need <laughs> food. <laughs> <Build> a fire <laughs> for this one tiny corn <laughs> trapped in all this husk. <laughs> Whoever's uh, answer that was, I'm going to bully them. <laughs> well, I mean, you kind of we already are. Have. They- you just don't know who you're bullying. <laughs> uh, yeah, do you need to hear any of those again or you got a got an idea here? I think I'm good. Yeah. What are you thinking, Irvi? Um, the first one. Ravi Shankar's manager? Yeah. Are you um, looking at him? Mm-hmm. You're looking at him? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking? Oh, sorry. By the way, I'm, my name's Lal. <laughs> and I told Ravi Shankar he sucked. <laughs> Um, I think it's the computer guy. Computer guy. Quick quick fingers. <laughs> right, what about you, Raywin? Um, you were famously good at games, yes. so we assume you'll get this yeah, one right. Like, I, so I obviously remember those two and I remember the <laughs> laughing and laughing one. What was the other? I feel like there was two uh, There was the, the corn, supercomputer, giant piano, fighting giant bureaucracy piano. to prove he wasn't dead. Lal and Ravi Shankar. I like the piano. Yeah, the piano one. It's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> Different screams. <laughs> he figured it out. <laughs> That's how they got the low notes for Vanessa Hudgens for High School Musical. She couldn't sing that low. It's just a keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, here's who wrote the answers. Uh, famous for growing the biggest husk of corn. Jordan, who were you bullying? Raywin. Yeah. <laughs> and you deserve it. Farm bitch. I knew it. <laughs> I honestly thought the husk is like the whole thing. But how it foolish. Could be. How <laughs> foolish. <laughs> it was. I, I don't know. I, until, until the bullying began, yeah. I also thought that. <laughs> I would never admit that now in front of Jordan, but. Well, it's just such a, a corner, corner, reconnaissance. <laughs> a cornisseur. Reconnaissance. I can't. I think I've said that to people in meetings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. 
<laughs> I'm going to look it up. Is a husk of corn? What is husk? Oh, I've, I've looked it up and you you yeah. were right, Jordan. You were, oh, sound, thank really? you. Uh, the husk is, uh, refers to the leafy outer <laughs> covering of an ear of maize or corn. Oh, oh, yeah, corn. Ear yeah. Of corn. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. I even just said it and it didn't clock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And, and I'm scary? running this show. <laughs> Well, where, where were we up to? Well, that's just one in. <laughs> that's one in. Uh, what else do we had? We had the lal. That was Jordan. I thought that was fantastic work. Yeah. That made yeah, me lal. Yeah, lal. Lalan and lalan. There was a time, though, where we thought we were going to say goodbye to lol. I know. Yeah. Do you remember that? Mm. And now it's come back it's come stronger back than ever. It's, it's had a reconnaissance. <laughs> yeah. I think you might be able to, with your, the power of this episode, yeah. change the I meaning of that word. I thought that was a word. When he said it, I was like, yeah, whatever. Um. You're not teaching no, kids anymore, are you? Are you? <laughs> English teacher. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that'll do. Uh, then we had uh, famous for building a supercomputer in record speed, which Jordan picked. That was Irvy. So Irvy's yeah. on the board there. Oh, wow. There you go. You even said quick fingers. Yeah. yeah. I even said that. <laughs> Uh, I feel it's very believable. Inventing yeah. the giant piano where the hammers hit Surely that's volunteers true. from the audience. <laughs> that was, I wrote, I thought that was so silly that no one would ever pick it. So thank you so much, Rayon, for giving me a point there. Ravi Shanker won, Irvi. That was also the house. That was Michael, the question writer. So two points for the house this round, meaning the correct answer was he had to fight bureaucracy to prove he wasn't dead. Uh-huh. That was Over a 19-year period before they, they changed it. Wild oh. story. I'll tell it's it briefly crazy. in a second. Um, but that means. That's so cool. <laughs> I wouldn't fight. I yeah, know. You just, yeah, just fly under you the radar forever. Tax yeah, that's become a sovereign true. citizen. <laughs> Holy shit, you're right. So that's one point to Irvy there, wow. two points to the house. Uh, so I'll give you question three and then I'll tell you a little bit more about Lal Bahari. Question three comes from Greg Carter from Nari Warren. Uh, Nary Warren North, more specifically. Sorry about that, Greg. And uh, Greg's question. Any of you AFL fans from the 1970s? <laughs> I'm, I'm an 80s girl. <laughs> the question is, what was the nickname of Australian Hall of Fame footballer Bruce Duell? What was the nickname of Australian Hall of Fame footballer Bruce Duell? And uh, while you're writing your answers there, I'll let the audience know a bit more about Lal Bahari's plight. According to Wikipedia, in order to apply for a bank loan in 1975, Lal Bahari visited the revenue office uh, to get proof of identity, whereupon he learned that he was officially dead. His <laughs> uncle had bribed an official to register him as dead so that he would get the ownership of Bahari's ancestral land at Kalalabad, which measured less than one acre. Bahari discovered at least 100 other people in similar situations being officially dead. He formed the Uttar Pradesh Association of Dead People. Uh, he and many other members were in danger of being killed by those who had appropriated their property. The association has had over 20,000 members from all over India. And by 2004, they had managed to declare four of their members alive. Wow. So it's a lot of work (laughs) for not a lot of result. Four people out of 20,000. Isn't that wild? It took him 19 years. Um, In 1994, he managed to have his official death annulled after a long legal struggle. God. <laughs> All right, the answers are in for question number three. What was the nickname of Australian Hall of Fame footballer Bruce Duell? Here are your six options. Chicana Banana. <laughs> <laughs> the Big Drool. The Flying Doormat. 
Dual Citizen, <laughs> The Dancing Kettle, oh. or Dual Intentions. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> he keeps making out with his cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Distract the opposition. Yeah. I just saw an ad for the Cruel Intentions musical on a tram yesterday. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just 90s songs and then they do a mega mix of 90s songs at the end. Jordan used to do musical theatre. Oh, um, shit. And it's, yeah, the, and it is. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah, Cruel Intentions, the musicale. Wow. Dual Intentions, the musical is what yeah. I want to yeah. say. Yes. Even yeah. better, drool intentions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Intent to drool. <laughs> I think I mean, I'd be really happy with any of these nicknames. What kind of footballer was he? Uh, AFL, Aussie Rules, oh. or VFL back then. Oh, so okay. So he was a halfback flanker. Oh. Mm-hmm. So but he's, like, he's, a, he's a Hall of Fame, like a legend. Wow. He's a legend. Yeah, I think yeah. he's one of my mum's favourites. Well, wow. you so got the right girls. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, it wouldn't be, it would be way less fun if you're all like, oh, yeah, we know. <laughs> Oh, who are you talking about? The Jacana Banana. Yeah, yeah, we know him. Oh, yeah. Jacana Banana. The Big Kettle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, is that one? <laughs> the Dancing Kettle. The Dancing Kettle. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought it was big. <laughs> The Big Drool was one of them. The Big Drool. So yeah, Jacana Banana, The Big mm-hmm. Drool, The Flying Doormat, Dual Citizen, The Dancing Kettle, or Dual Intentions. <laughs> Hmm. I'm gonna go with Jakarta Banana. Okay, true. Sounds yeah. funny. <laughs> I wanna get. I wanna do the big kettle because I'm imagining that he like reaches a boiling point. <laughs> yeah, I on. Yeah, but then I'm like, would Matt's mum like a punchy AFL player? Probably. <laughs> Assuming <laughs> that that's where the, yeah. big, the the dancing kettle came from. No, I'm gonna stick with dancing kettle. Dance you touch kettle. him, he's too hot. All right. <laughs> Lock that in. Um, I like. I like dual citizen. Dual citizen. All right. Okay, well, let's go through who wrote the answers. Uh, dual intentions. That was Irvy. Yes. yes. Thank you. Is, is his name, last name drool or dual? Dual. Oh, dual. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, you did get it. <laughs> I was like, damn it, I gave it away. Um, yeah, I thought that was a good one. Yeah, that was very good. You're going to go see the musical? Um, no. Do you want to if we if you come if someone comes with me? Oh, okay. It closed months ago. <laughs> oh, the trams are still. The trams will keep running for um, years. I got my finger right on the pulse. <laughs> uh, the big drool was Raywin. Now, did you know that his name was Dool? Yeah. Yes. So I thought <laughs> <laughs> you confused Irvy and yeah. me, and then Irvy confused me. So well, just because it rhymes with yes, dual, that's what dual I was, and drool. Yes, <laughs> and maybe he's, yeah. he is a bit. Maybe he dribbles fluid-y. a lot. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, in, in AFL. AFL. <laughs> Uh, Jakarta Banana, that was the house. Yeah, I, I guess that. Yeah. <laughs> I, should have, I should have put that down, actually. I, uh, I, I looked at it. was from Jakarta, so, mm. I mean, it was really wrote itself from there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Dancing Kettle, that was Greg, okay, the house. Wow. Oh, which I just thought was so freaking good. Yes. I'm like, that's, that's better than the real one. The real one was the Flying Doormat. Oh, I was going to oh. say that. But you did it. (laughs) (laughs) That means this round, Jordan gets her first point and the house gets two points. Oh, very special. House is uh, starting to pull away here. So (laughs) I don't know. Others may need to lift the game, all right? (laughs) Quick score check on one point. We've got Irvy and Jordan. On two points, it's Raywin. But Mm. out in front on five points, it's the house. I'll kill you, house. (laughs) That's one way to do it. House can't win if it's dead. Burn it down. 
Uh, do you say burn it down? Yeah. Jeez, that was great timing. Because this next question comes oh. from Jay from Chicago. And the question is, what was the cause of the 1871 Great Chicago Fire, oh. according to local oh. legend? So it's, it's been debunked, but there's a, a local legend. legend that people still believe. Mm. In what year, sorry? 1871. Mm. I think I know the answer. Ooh. I'm excited. Whoa. Let's go, let's go. Hervey said something like that before and then got it wrong, so <laughs> you can. You never know. <laughs> you, you never know. <laughs> uh, while they're writing their answers, here's a little bit more information about Bruce Duell. According to Greg, Bristol was nicknamed the Flying Doormat due to the matted appearance of the constantly disarranged long portions of his extreme comb-over hairstyle. According to Wikipedia, Dool's trademark was his greying beard and the navy blue and white headband which kept his thinning long hair in place. Never reported by the umpires for foul play, he was noted for his determination to play the ball rather than the man, which was a rare trait in an era of occasionally brutal clashes. Brent Croswell wrote, Duel's game has a moral purity about it, and that is why opponents have always found it extremely difficult to be unfair to him. It would have shamed them. <laughs> as well as being a Hall of Famer, he also won four premierships, a Norm Smith medal, and was a member of Carlton and the AFL's teams of the 20th century. So just an all-time great. The Norman Smith medal. What a great name for a medal. Yeah, yeah. the Norm. The Norm. The Norm. And that's the best player, MVP at the grand final, that's right? That's right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, See, not just a pair of tits. <laughs> <laughs> so people can stop saying that, actually. Yeah, actually. <laughs> people will still say it. <laughs> <laughs> you never, you never stop being just that. Never just be. I watched the Pamela Anderson doco on a plane, by the way, between two men, and oh. I didn't realise that, like, they for a full 20 minutes they just kept cutting to the, the screen. Boom. Fully. Like, really? I knew that they would cut to her, like, uh, like Playboy days, but it was, like, full frontal nudity, oh and God. I was just, like, trapped between these two guys. Just like, And you can't stop watching. And I, and I can't stop watching it. At a certain <laughs> point I was start. like, oh, God, and skipped. <laughs> I was like, um, but it was full on. But, yeah, she talks about how uh, her boobs have the career and she's just tagging along. <laughs> She's funny. She is. Yeah. Poor Pamela. Poor Pamela. <laughs> hey, Irvi, just you don't have to change your answer if you don't want to, but um, <laughs> it, it was in 1871. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, no, you don't have to. I mean, it's it's fun either right. way, but, if yeah, feel free I'll if you want to change have it. have a quick think about what that means. <laughs> One sec. <laughs> Um, Just to replace iPhone with uh, <laughs> with pigeon. <laughs> when we used to scroll through the pigeons, <laughs> oh, we find the pigeons giving us bad mental health. <laughs> Always swiping oh, right. When will oh right God. pigeon come along? Come on. <laughs> have you seen, have you ever seen pictures of pigeon nests? Because it's something to do with how they. They've lived in cities for so long they forgot yeah. how to make them or something. Oh, really? We domesticated them so that we could use so them what do they do? to send emails and they're then just, we stopped needing oh, them yes. and now they're just like uh, house pets. <laughs> and they, they know everyone. that they're... They know the bits they need, yes, but they don't know what to do with them. So it's just like three sticks on the on the ground. Yeah, and, and then, then their eggs. eggs. <laughs> oh. And that's why they don't like run from They're us really when proud. we go to pick them up. Like you could pick up a pigeon yeah. so easily. Yeah, because they're just like, oh, dad, <laughs> <laughs> do you like my sticks? <laughs> 
I'm pregnant again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, pigeons. So useless. But I feel bad for them. All right, so the answers are in. Here is question number four. What was the cause of the 1875 Great Chicago Fire, according to local legend? The fire started when the magnifying glass company decided to also manufacture paper in the same warehouse. (laughs) Oh, my God, half your luck. (laughs) Uh, The fire started after drunk bar patrons were enjoying cigars underneath imported gum trees. A big tap dancing event in a hall in Putter, Chicago. The taps created friction and started flames on the floorboards. Then it all just took off. All the tap dancers died. Good. (laughs) Whoa. 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 I think it's like the heat. It's just making me really angry. (laughs) You want to kill tap dancers? (laughs) Uh, A cow being milked by Mrs. Catherine O'Leary kicked over a kerosene lantern, igniting a barn fire that spread. Or a family was trying to get rid of their books in a bonfire that went out of control. Not Harry Potter. No. No. You won't know which one, but I'll also, just for fun, I'll also include Irvi's other option. <laughs> um, a musician left an amp on for the whole night and the PowerPoint got too hot and exploded, starting a massive fire. Oh, my God. That musician must have been Marty McFly <laughs> travelling back. <laughs> <laughs> With his rock and roll kit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or a small meteor struck the barn, setting wooden pieces of flame and scattering them, quickly spreading the fire and also signalling the origin of local cryptid, the flaming alien dog man. <laughs> <laughs> cryptid? What's cryptid? They're like, like Bigfoots the and stuff. Oh. You know, Bigfoots and oh. uh, Yowies. Oh. There was one local to Chicago. Yeah, which is, is the, the flaming, flaming alien dog, dog man. Is that just a dog on fire? That's a bit of an old timey name, yeah. I think, because of the 1800s. But the flaming they'd... alien dog man. Yeah, it's got a real zing to yeah. it. Short. <laughs> yeah, these days they'd probably yeah zhuzh that up a bit. Probably yeah. portmanteau it into like for dog Flamo. man or something. Flame, <laughs> flamer demand or yeah. something. I had more time back then. Yeah, yeah. The big yeah. flamer. <laughs> Duel. Uh, <laughs> Bruce Duell is such a good name as it is. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, the Dancing Kettle, fucking hell. That nickname's up for grabs and people want to start calling me that. <laughs> the the I'll, old I'll Dancing I'll, Kettle over there. I'll, I'll, I'll respond to it. He yeah, loves to dance with he's got a cup of tea. It's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the magnifying glass one, the cigars, the tap dancers, the cow, the books, the... Uh, Guitar amp or the meteor <laughs> with uh, Flamo the dog man. <laughs> with Flamo. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm a sucker for a cow. <laughs> Look, let's face it. I hope not, literally. <laughs> um, well, hey, cut out the middle man. <laughs> Fresh is best. <laughs> God. Yeah. Okay, I mean, it would. <laughs> Is it hot in here? Why are you in your blushing? Oh my god. Yeah, this is when I I'm like those ladies that see the gorilla, but it's just me looking at a paddock for cows. Looking at those udders. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna sit down. Um, So lock that one in. Yeah, do believe that a cow could easily knock over a lantern. Starting a fire in your heart. In your yes. loins. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking, Irvy? Um, same thing. Same. The loins. And <laughs> it's doing Lock the, in yeah. the loins. Lock in the loins. 
Um, I'm going to go the magnifying glass. Magnifying. Yeah, because I think that, that you, it, it's so wacko that it could happen. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go through who wrote the answers. Uh, the small meteor that was written by the house, uh, Jay in particular, mm. he wrote a much more believable one, but I feel awkward winning, so I added on that stupid thing at the end. <laughs> Then we had family trying to get rid of their books in a bonfire that went out of control. That was Irvy. Yeah. Riding under pressure. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <The> best stuff. <laughs> uh, the tap dancing event, that was Jordan. Now, the, was it Putter is a place in Chicago? Uh, no. In Putter, Chicago? In outer Chicago. Oh, okay. Um, but I think we've established <laughs> I don't know much about words. <laughs> I should have been able to figure that out. I'm like, Carter, that must be a famous area of Chicago. You're simply doing exactly, like you're reading exactly what I wrote, (laughs) which is incorrect. (laughs) The (laughs) cigars underneath the trees, that was Jay, a.k.a. The House, the... Magnifying Glass Company. That was Raywin. So point there to Raywin. Unbelievable. I hate Raywin. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, meaning the correct answer was a cow being milked by Mrs. Yes. Catherine wow. O'Leary. Kicked over kerosene no. lantern. Is Raywin on like a billion <laughs> points? What's it? Uh, Raywin gets two there. Irvy wow. gets one. Am I still Whoa. on one? Yes. Jordan's still on the one. Can't get a bike. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have one of yours, House? <laughs> Ooh, that's never been asked before. Um, can you put it? Put a case to me at why that would make sense. Um, my dad, <laughs> your dad uh-huh. was the cow. Yeah, uh, yeah. Your yeah. dad was the cow. It's a vampire cow can't die. Okay, and clumsy. <laughs> um, what happened to Catherine? Beer gutters. Did she get like hanged? She went. They they tried her, but she was cleared at the time oh. for witchery oh. of. Um, oh. <laughs> What? She was cleared. They she hung, was cleared of they, starting the fire oh, with the cow. They hung, they hung the cow, oh unfortunately. <laughs> she got her last rides. Yeah. Honestly, I can't. I, I you know, I, I'm going to have to say, Jordan, yes, that was enough to get one point. <gasps> what? Yes. That so, was enough? <laughs> what Raylan's willing to yeah. do. <laughs> it's very weird to invite people around to beat them in a game, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's I think it's it's just bad form. So anything yeah. I can you can do to help me All not right, win. Fine. Okay. Let's go rogue. Uh, <laughs> so that means after four rounds, I believe, the scores are Irvy and Jordan on two points. And I'm Ray- the same. I swear <laughs> I have like more points. No, you don't. What? <laughs> <laughs> and Raywin and the house are on four points. Yeah, but it's still absolutely anyone's game uh, with three rounds to go. Okay. Yeah, well, you can get two points per round, and the final round is worth triple points. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that just changed everything. Yeah. yeah. Question five comes from Allison from Toronto in Canada. Woo. Wow. I'm going to go there maybe. Oh, sick. In two weeks. In two weeks? What? Like for two weeks because oh. oh. my friend's getting married. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> it's a beautiful place. Yeah. I've never been. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Allison's question is, which of these is a real type of fish? Oh. So basically you've just got to make up the Hungry. name of the species of fish. Mm-hmm. Okay, and while you're writing your answers, here's some more information oh, about the fire. According that. to Thought Co., Popular legend has long held that a cow being milked by Mrs. Catherine O'Leary kicked over a kerosene lantern, which ignited the barn fire, which spread into the Great Chicago Fire. The famous story appeared soon after the huge fire consumed much of Chicago 
and has spread ever since. But it seems like the cow was not really the culprit. Uh, the real problem was a combination of perilous conditions, a long drought over a very hot summer, loosely enforced fire codes and a sprawling city built mostly out of wood. But Miss O'Leary and her cow took most of the blame. And it seems like, in part, this is because uh, there were popular songs written about it and even huh? a, a major Hollywood movie produced in 1937 what? called In Old Chicago. Really? The MGM film, which was produced by Daryl F. Zanuck, provided a completely fictitious account of the O'Leary family and portrayed the story of her cow kicking over the lantern as the truth. And while In Old Chicago may have been completely wrong on the facts, the movie's popularity and the fact that it was nominated for the Academy Award for Best really? Picture... Help perpetuate the legend of Mrs. O'Leary's oh, cow. My wow. God. We need to That's do this amazing. shit. This is how we get our career off the ground. <laughs> cow rights. Cow rights. <laughs> cow rights. Wow. You'd think there's not enough story for like. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you explore like all the lead up to the yeah. kicking of the bucket? You, I think you or... meet the cow as a calf. <laughs> yeah. The there's years, the it's running around, there's some like innocuous kind of, it kicks over a few little things yeah. <laughs> in or its like, early days. It kicks over something and it saves someone's life, oh, like it kicks a ladder into yeah. a well or something wow. like that. Saves, saves Jimmy. Yeah, mm-hmm. saves yeah. Jimmy. <laughs> wow. Yes. Maybe it's trying to speak somehow, like an animal farm. <laughs> oh, yeah. <Like>. Maybe. <laughs> we should yeah. burn this place down. <laughs> Hmm. Cows are funny. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys study Animal Farm? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just read it. I am. I didn't they study it wow. like a loser. <laughs> you read I it and you taught it. My <laughs> dad said that I should read it before I become a teenager. Why? Wow. And I thought it was going to be about like puberty, but it was about communism. It's like communism. <laughs> You are showing some undesirable traits. <laughs> okay, I guess the pigs are the boys yeah. at school. <laughs> Literally. Wow. Wait, but you didn't have to. St- I remember studying. I taught it. Yeah. Oh, well, so, okay. Wow. Very familiar. Kind of the dick swinging so, yeah. combo. <laughs> it's a short right. book, though, so, you know. Who's your favorite um, character? I like the pigs, but they're evil. Yeah. yeah. So, but they know what they're doing. <laughs> They know what they're doing. It's like, yeah. just let them do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just still waiting for one answer. So while you're writing your answers, let's go for a quick break. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, the answers are in. So here is question five. Which of these is a real type of fish? So we've got purple seducer, glossy oyster perch, thernside glacier, flippity dipper, Catherine the witch bitch fish, (laughs) known for for being flaming red and a real party pooper, (laughs) or bony-eared ass fish. Whoa. Purple seducer, glossy oyster perch, Thornside Glacier, Flippity Dipper, Catherine the Witch Bitch Fish, 
Known for being flaming red and a real party pooper or the bony-eared ass fish. Wow. And one of them is real. One of them is real. Like- <laughs> yeah. And it's so funny because, Ray, when you've been called all those things. <laughs> All of a sudden, things are becoming clearer. You're like, oh, fish reference. (laughs) (laughs) You want to have a a stab here? Um, hmm, Maybe the ass one, the the bony. Bony eared ass fish? Yeah. All right, lock that in for (laughs) Raywood. Um, I want to go the bony eared ass fish, but it wouldn't. I don't know. Mm. I because it doesn't make sense. You don't think of fish having. Obviously, they have both, but you don't think of them if mm. yeah bones ears and an or ass bones. And <laughs> or ears. yeah no. Um. Mm, okay, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the pearl one. Could you remind me of the, the oyster? Uh, glossy oyster perch. Ugh, it's, why does that make me feel fucking <laughs> disgusting? So yeah, it does. It is yes. something about it. Glossy oyster, oyster perch. Yeah. Like oh, yuck. yuck! I'll go for that one. <laughs> yuck! I'll take yeah. it. <laughs> it's as gross as all of the fish yeah. names. <laughs> Did you? You just didn't go the ass fish because Rayon went for it. No, I, I thought. I think, do you have some background? I think info? that they wouldn't call it an ass fish. I think that they'd call it anal fish. Okay. Like I think oh. it would be worse. That's oh. why it like perches. Yeah, but it's like an anal fisher. Yeah. There's a yeah anal fisher. <laughs> anal fish. Uh. <laughs> I gotta feel those. Corn chips. I'll kill you. There are there are weird named fish. Like there's the there's a fish called old wife because fish communicate by grinding their bones together and they make. Do they? Yeah. That's so oh, when you're like you. in a reef, whenever you're in a reef next, um, have, a, have a little <laughs> listen. They'll be like. They grind their bones? Yeah, and they click oh. them and stuff like that so they can have a I chat. Love fish. And they pulled these fish out of the water. These fishermen, I assume men. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, okay. and their bones were still grinding and it was like, ee, 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 ee. and so they're to this day called old wives. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I'm Wouldn't using that for a future up. episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, I wow. feel like there's so many fish we run out of things that we call yeah. them, like, little oyster clit perch or yeah. whatever, you know? Like, <laughs> it's so disgusting. Um, can I have all the options again? <laughs> <laughs> Purple seducer, glossy yeah. oyster perch, thornside glacier, flippity dipper, Catherine the witch bitch fish, or bony-eared ass fish. <laughs> I'll go for the purple seducer because probably there's been some perv in the (laughs) 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 It's like, no, it's actually actually it's got a magical power. It's not me. (laughs) This is the fish's fault. (laughs) It was the yeah. It was the I was seducer, okay. She's seen what the fish was wearing. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. Just about. like a glossy oyster out there. <laughs> Just going, hey. All right, let's go through write the answers. Catherine the witch bitch fish. That was Jordan. Wow. What a good one. Bit of a callback. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the flippity dipper. That was the house. Oh, very good. Uh, the glossy oyster perch was also the house. Oh. <gasps> In particular, Allison. The purple seducer, which Irvie went for, that was Raywin. Wow. Oh, Raywin's is that the, I feel like Got all vibrators are purple. <laughs> yeah. That was my inspiration. Purple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The thornside glacier was Irvie, meaning oh, the correct yeah. answer was the bony-eared ass fish. No! What? No! 
She doesn't crazy. deserve more points. <laughs> so that's two points for Raywin. Wow. And who got the other one? And one point for the house. Wow. I guess all animals you are equal that- except for Raywins, <laughs> yeah. who are more equal than others. <laughs> Can I get a point if I blackmail you? Uh, blackmail? <laughs> uh, what do you got if, on me? If, if, if I don't your get dad a point. was the bony <laughs> 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 if I don't get a point, I'm going to spill all my drinks on that. Oh, more of a threatening one than a sympathy one. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I'm joking. I'm spilling it. Beautiful. Wow. <laughs> Raywin showed wow. us a picture and it's quite what stunning. What does look like? Describe it. Um, <laughs> oh, it almost looks like a, like, well, the first one that pops up is like a tadpole, but like um, the, you can, it's. They're full on uh, looking. Yeah, but it's um, transparent. The oh, head. Oh, wow. I mean, that's what it looks like. Oh, my God. I wish. wish my ass fish <laughs> transparent <laughs> head. Transparent. Okay, that looks like something evil out of Finding Nemo or something, but it's yeah. cool. I'm give, I'll give you a pity point there, Ovi. So the scores <laughs> are now. <laughs> yes. We're ruining this podcast. I'm like, yeah. you <laughs> Actually. Um, <laughs> it's a lot easier to give you two points because, I mean, it, you know. <laughs> It we doesn't affect no the hope. result. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it's still anyone's game. Well, anyone's yeah, game. Okay. Scores currently Jordan on two points, Irvy on three points, yes. the house on five points, but out in front it's <gasps> Raywin on six points. What? Six points. We knew it. I you guys we cannot catch up. Raywin's phone away. <laughs> Did you hear how she was like, how do you spell Lau? Oh, that's <laughs> right. Very interesting. How do you spell Lau? Lau. And she still got it wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And Raywin has to show us her search history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bring it out. Yeah. I don't think her search history will um, uh, stop you guessing her answer, though, Irvi, which is what you just gave her that point. So, so, (laughs) so we got two. (laughs) Let's get two questions left. Still anyone's game. Remember, triple points in the in the for the final question. Yes. Uh, this one comes from Jennifer Welliver from Marshall in <laughs> Illinois. Okay, fake lady. Jennifer asks, what happened on April the 29th, 1970 in New South Wales? Something newsworthy oh. happened on April 29th, 1970. <laughs> um, while you're writing your answers. <laughs> Here's a little bit more information about bony-eared arsefish uh, from Fishers of Australia, the website. A brownish to blackish cusk eel with a large head and tapering flabby body, small eyes, a prominent forward projecting divided spine on the snout, a very long slender spine on the opiculum extending well beyond head and well-developed spines on the lower angle of preopiculum. So I think that probably clears that up. (laughs) Um, But the other name it's known by is I think even wilder than bony eared arsefish. It's the cavernous arsefish. Wow. Isn't that cavernous. a wild, cavernous arsefish? That's that's a great drag name. It is. <laughs> Do you think many would get the reference? <laughs> <laughs> There's a few references. You could be referencing anything. Yeah. Cavernous arsefish. All right, the answers are in. Here's question six. What happened on April 29th, 1970 in New South Wales? Stuart Neal broke the world record for releasing the longest fart. <laughs> the Big Mac made its Australian debut. <gasps> Yum. Was the first time the computer was sold in Australia. Mm-hmm. A farmer thought he had struck oil, but it turned out he had just pierced a pipe running from the neighbouring Darrell Lee chocolate factory. <gasps> Yum. Uh- 
<laughs> a log was placed country. on a train track in an attempt to assassinate Queen Elizabeth II or a woman weed out a fish. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. That wouldn't have been the first time. (laughs) 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 Does it say that it's the first time a woman weed out a fish or just a woman weed out a fish? Uh, Just a woman weed out a fish. Because it might not be the first time. It might just have been another time. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) the first time in New South Wales, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Victoria's been doing went across the border, yeah. (laughs) I feel like that would still make the papers today, surely. If you weed out a fish. Certain papers, yeah. It's not possible. If someone did it and it was recorded, (laughs) I reckon. It's fake news. (laughs) Irby. Wow. I don't know. Maybe you could like. I didn't realize you were a truther. I know. Yeah. <laughs> if you had like a tropical fish, they could live for 36 degrees, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess there's but the how acid. does it get into your urethra or whatever? But maybe you swallowed it in like a little bag. And it just went through your like tiny yeah. hole. In yeah, it. when it was like a tiny oh, little, uh, tiny little baby egg. But that you'd, you'd really have, have to, to prep microscope. for that as well, though. Yeah. You'd have to be like, I want to wee out a fish. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. god, imagine it coming out the urethra. That's what, if, what I mean. It was a, little, drank, a little tingle. What if you drank? <laughs> um, <laughs> if you drank a fancy drink that had fish eggs in it. That, oh, yum. And then it somehow. You'd, you'd incubate oh. it in your. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. No, the only thing you'd pee out is sea monkeys or something. Yeah, that's true. Okay, interesting. Krill. Yeah. Krill, yum. <laughs> Pissing out krill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like seafood. <laughs> I think it's the log one. I think someone tried to kill Queen Elizabeth. With a log? Yes. Locking it in. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. Yep. And good on it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Would have knocked a good 50 odd years off her reign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get Charles in while he was still good. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) Not now. I can't even write his name. (laughs) Oh, early 70s. That was peak Charles. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with the Big Mac. Big Mac? Is that because you're hungry? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All these food things are like yum. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I need that. Like pissing fish. Pissing fish. <laughs> <laughs> yum, 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 yum. <laughs> yummy, yummy, krill. <laughs> um, I, 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 could I have the middle ones again? Uh, first computer sold. The the guy thought he'd struck oil. Struck, yeah. They're the middle two, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I, yeah. I'm not sure about those ones. I reckon it was maybe... Just a bit pissing out a fish. Pissing out a fish. But yeah. Pissing, waiting, wishing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Brian. Well, <laughs> let's go through who wrote the answers. Stuart Neal breaking the world record for releasing the longest fart. That was Irvy. <laughs> yes. And I get it, it, longest would be time, not distance, right? Yeah. You can't really measure the distance Covering. of the fart, can you? No, it was really immature, but that's what Until I now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Longest part. The first time a computer was sold in Australia, that was written by Raywin. That seemed believable. Mm. Yeah, that was a good one, Rayway. Thank you. <laughs> Didn't get you, though. No. no. We're not falling for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're on to me. <laughs> on to my tricks. Uh, the farmer who thought he'd struck oil, that was the house. Mm. Um, <laughs> thought I'm like, yeah. I thought Is the house kind of German? The house? The house. The yeah. house. Yeah. Hofbra house. Hof- yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we drink out of big steins and that sort of stuff. Um, 
<laughs> just thinking like, oh, about Germany. Cool house. Yeah. Um, yeah. Skip a bit of it. <laughs> uh, yeah. What there's else there's is there about Germany? Blah, 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 I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then yeah, they make cars. Yeah. Da 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 da. Yada yada yada. Have roads you can go real fast on. So yeah. A woman weed out a fish. Raywan picked that. That was Jordan. Oh, that weed out the fish. So that is correct, Raywan, and well done, Jordan. Jordan's autobiography. Yeah, it should be your next show title. Oh yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, the Big Mac making its Australian debut. That was written by Jennifer Welliver. Okay, the house. So it's one point for the house. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Jordan, you got the right, the right one. Oh. It was a log being placed on a train track. <gasps> yes, exactly. Assassinate the Queen. Wow. I know my Liz. You know I genuinely Liz. know my Liz. <laughs> yeah. A and log. And did it succeed? No. <laughs> <laughs> did they crash the Liz? <laughs> no. It's so funny that they apparently the train was going too slow. It didn't do any oh, damage no. at all. Right. It just, went just pushed the log. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and it was only found out recently when about four years ago when mm. a, a policeman who was onto it, he was like, so apparently there was a train that went down the route beforehand a check an hour before mm-hmm. and as they went through there was nothing there mm. and then a log was put. So either very Whoa. coincidentally a log just rolled oh, on oh. in that, but that's why they think it was an assassination attempt. Oh. But no one was ever caught for it. Okay. Smart. Interesting. Maybe I'll put a log in my property manager's yes. office. <laughs> you really shouldn't say that on mic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that was one thing they didn't do in 1970. Would a log like right on the door so when you like trip over something? Yeah, yeah. with a note that yeah. says, I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, this will be on your head soon. Yeah. <laughs> but Irvi, you were also... Um, Pretty close because it was only the following year that the Big Mac and oh. McDonald's debuted. Do I get a point? Sure. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, because they also had that campaign yeah. where you could get a free Big Mac if you said all the ingredients in like under a minute. Oh, yeah, well. that's right. It, was like, it feels like it's a long time. Two beef minute. patties and yeah. a, thingy, a pickle and two sesame seed buns. My parents Lettuce. do it on the drop of a hat. Really? Wow. Two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, and a sesame seed bun. Yes. yes. Point to the place. house. So yeah. That's wild that that's still in there from that campaign. That's good yeah. advertising. Yeah. 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 Freaking hell. <laughs> I only have victory. Curtains and blinds. Victory, victory, curtains and blinds. One, three, one, three, double nine. <laughs> would, you, would, you prank, would you prank the number? Yes, yeah, should we call? Oh, my God. Yeah. Let's it up. <laughs> <laughs> would it be like we need 10,000 blinds? <laughs> Tomorrow, I'm going to be like, jokes. <laughs> There's giggling in the background. <laughs> That'd be such a funny prank. Okay. It's, it's for the queen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're up to the final question. So it's triple points up for grabs here. Oh my god. Still truly anyone's game. And we always finish with a like a movie synopsis question. So this will be your longest answer. You're fucked, Irvy. <laughs> 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 oh, God, am I really not I'm like about to pass out? Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. So it's um. So this question comes from Meat. <laughs> oh, which, well, the cow's back. <laughs> <laughs> 
And in brackets, they write like the protein to help with pronunciation. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. From Kansas. So, meat. Oh, Kansas. Meat from Kansas, right? <laughs> <laughs> what is the synopsis of the 1997 film Blood Moon? Oh, okay. yeah. I'll tell you. Big shall we? So, I kind of already told the story of uh, the, the log, but. Um, <laughs> I, this is a, from an article for Style magazine written by Mark Wasserman. I just love how he starts. He says, there's little doubt that Queen Elizabeth is one of the most loved figures in the UK, if not the world. This guy has not been to Northern Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> but being such a well-travelled, familiar and public figure has its downsides too. She's been in danger on more than one occasion from people with sinister motives. So maybe I'll tell you about one of the other times. And this happened in 1981. Trooping the Colour is an annual ceremonial event held in London. And on June the 13th, 1981, crowds gathered along the mall to watch the Queen attending the ceremony on horseback. In the crowd was a 17-year-old named, named Marcus Sargent. As the Queen rode by, he fired six blanks from a starting pistol. According to reports, the Queen's horse, Burmese, was startled. But the Sovereign managed to calm down and ride on. Sargent was arrested and brought to trial. He admitted that he wanted to be famous and had been inspired by the assassination of John Lennon the year before. He was sentenced to five years in prison under the Treason Act, given that he had willfully discharged at or near Her Majesty the Queen a gun with the intent to alarm or distress Her Majesty. So even though it was blanks, just the fact that he made the horse uh, roll up, got him five years in the big house. All right, so the answers are in for the final question. Triple points up for grabs, meaning... Still anyone's Ooh, game. Yes. Uh, and the question is, what is the synopsis of the 1997 film Blood Moon? A team of NASA scientists are sent on a mission to the moon when a strange red liquid is seen slowly spreading across its surface. When they arrive, they realise the liquid is delicious and a game changer for America's confectionery industry. Yum, yum. <laughs> uh, Blood Moon is the story of a satanic coven that all got in sync. They all got their period mm. together for the whole month. Oh, my God. Wow. Disaster. They killed children, dogs, yeah. cats, classic PMS symptoms. Mm. Join the detective as he finds these leaking and whining individuals <laughs> and takes them to trial. crazy. Leaking. I love it. The film takes you on many adventures, taking you all over the place and ends with a shootout at the Glen Rowan Hotel. <laughs> In <laughs> Victoria. And Kelly. Yeah. I would, oh. Man, I would love to see that Beautiful. film. That actually sounds awesome. That sounds yeah. fucking cool. Uh, Detective Chuck Baker, a wisecracking cop who has a penchant for magic. Louis penchant? <laughs> penchant? No, no, no. Oh, I like good, that. Yeah. Penchant? 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 I don't, yeah, because pen, penchant doesn't sound yeah. right, so you've got to say it the stupid penchant. way otherwise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't feel good about it. It's like when you say, well, I don't feel good about saying bruschetta, but if I say bruschetta, <laughs> yeah. it's fucked. Mm. Yeah. Oh, God. The way people look at you. A parmesan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So he has a penchant for magic and he lures Ken O'Hara, an expert on serial killers, out of retirement to help find a masked murderer with metal fingers who is killing star athletes. Oh, I would say that. Yeah. Blood Moon stars Steven Seagal as an ex-military man that suddenly starts getting his period. <laughs> he is 43 when he first notices his body start to change. Doctors put it down to stress and PTSD but he knows it's what has always meant to be and is learning to embrace his new life. Oh, good on That's him. That's good. Uh, we, I can't say the same for myself. <laughs> Every time it happens, I'm like, again. Come on. <laughs> Flashbacks to war. 
<laughs> Not doing my PTSD thing. <laughs> Matthew Wolf, a renowned doctor, accidentally turns himself into a bald werewolf <laughs> when researching a cure for his wife's deadly disease. Despite his new appearance, he continues to work at the hospital. But can the hairless Dr. Wolf save his wife before the blood moon arrives? Irving and I'd be like, mm, wow, that was like a good movie. Okay, Irving. This thing is too distracting. Then for anyone listening, there's like a um, little coloured thing on the yeah. table that I love. <laughs> you really painted a picture for the <laughs> listeners at home. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like an object. <laughs> Just Google that. <laughs> the coloured thing on the table yeah. that I love. <laughs> Sort of like a, yeah, like a, a water, a liquid a egg photo. timer thing. Take yeah, it's like an egg timer. Yeah, we'll put it yeah. in the comments. Bit lava lampy. <laughs> it's a little lava lampy. It's like a lava it's like lamp a lava egg lava timer. Like a mini lava lamp. Mm. And if you shake it up, it's like the bubbles go everywhere, so it's pretty fun. Uh, your final option is a thriller about a woman who has a bloody eye and looks up at the moon and sees it red. <laughs> Her husband leaves and she loses her job all within one month and she has a period 24-7. <laughs> she has many obstacles but comes to terms with their being red all around her. Or does she? <laughs> or does she? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> That's very good stuff. <laughs> She has many obstacles but comes to term with there being red all around her or does she? That is so yeah, funny. I'm intrigued. So a lot of these characters in these films, they just come at terms. Yeah. <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> she sees everything red. She always has a period <laughs> and she comes to terms with it. Or does she? <laughs> Is it a thriller? It's a life of disgust. She's always never going to change. So does it say she always looks at the moon? Uh, No, she has a bloody eye. It is a thriller about a woman who has a bloody eye and looks up at the moon and sees it red. Uh, One time. Yeah, I guess because it's through the blood in her eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, is that it what you understand? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm so glad that this synopsis writer for this film that exists. Her that husband leaves. So, oh, yeah, oh, yeah that's and true. she loses her job. So it's <laughs> it's a oh, roller coaster. Yeah. Well, right, so not a you, comedy. <laughs> you can't stay with her. She's got a period all the time. <laughs> well, like, that's all yeah. within one month. Yeah. Oh well, that makes sense as a cycle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the moon and for the blood and yeah, the eye. It's true. And the eye, yeah, sure. Okay, so you got the uh, you got the delicious confectionery moon. You got the satanic coven. You've got the uh, wisecracking cop who likes magic and the the uh, metal fingered murderer. <laughs> uh, you got Steven Seagal getting his period. <laughs> you got the hairless werewolf. <laughs> Or you've got the the one that uh, is all red. <laughs> it's very red. Yeah. Very red. <laughs> all right, then, and I reckon the you know the poster would say "Seeing Red." Seeing yeah. Red. I think that could be like. I literally wrote a poem called "Seeing Red" in uni. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, and like the trailer like would have like a. a like an a, acoustic or like an eerie cover of like yeah. I'm blue, double <laughs> yes. and like <laughs> 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 
Or does she? <laughs> As the clouds part, the moon. Like when they do Home and Away ads. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think Home and Away came up with that, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to go for Blood Eye. The last one? Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. I think I, yeah, I think I know who did that. <laughs> 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 and you're talking about a Hollywood genius. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who has heat stroke. They yeah. <laughs> That's the extra component. <laughs> they should definitely apply for funding. For that kind of yeah, 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 absolutely. Generate. Come on, screeners. <laughs> and Raywin? Um, maybe the coven one. Those witches. Oh, witches wow. be mm-hmm. bleeding. <laughs> they do be bleeding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Women be shopping. <laughs> Okay. Um, what about you, Irvi? What are you thinking? Um, I'm going to go with maybe I'll go with the coven. Go on the coven? Yeah. All right. Irvi's locking in the coven as well. All right. Here's who wrote the answers. So the team of NASA scientists who found lollies on the moon, uh, that was the house mm. slash meat. Meat wrote the first half and then I added meat, the confectionery. Meat, you're so, so silly. He's, he's, oh, mate. Uh, Steven Seagal getting his period. That was Ray Wynn. <gasps> Good one. Uh, we had. Almost got with Steven Seagal. Yeah. <laughs> then we had the one about Dr. Wolf. Uh, Dr. Um, Wolf. Mate wrote this one as well, but I changed the name to Matthew Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Matthew Wade or something. I'm like, not fun enough. <laughs> Matthew Wolf. <laughs> his again was, was very believable. So I, I really fucked you there, mate. Sorry about that. Sorry, uh, mate. Then we had. Uh, Jordan, you picked the thriller about someone who sees red a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that was actually Irvy. That was actually oh, Irvy. That was actually Irvy. I can't Irvy. believe it. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Thanks, the, guys. The stunted sentences. <laughs> so the, and this, and this, and, and this. Uh, <laughs> our husband left it. I just the period. <laughs> the one. That is copyright. Isn't that what? That's it's so good. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. I, you, I haven't. I don't think I've broken on this show in months. That <laughs> that, uh, that really got me. It was just like it was just it just kept stacking up on her. I'm like, oh my god, what is she going through? It was a real <laughs> child's logic. <laughs> or will she? <laughs> and the or does she? How good's that? That is so perfect. I was like, shit. By the end, I'm like, I'm just giving away the story. And then it's like. A, I need to have a cliff because that's what my um, screenwriting research has told me. Have a like hook, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. Give yeah. it all away. So, that was definitely yeah. worthy of Pitch the that. triple point there. <laughs> yeah. I reckon I was ready to go. That's the yeah. cover letter Pretty ready out. to go. Yeah, no there notes. we go. Yeah. Uh, then the one that Raywin and Irvy picked about the satanic coven, that was written by Jordan. That's Jordan. Me. That's Meaning the me. correct answer was Detective Chuck Baker, a wisecracking what? cop who has a penchant for magic, which is I thought that was direct you. from it. That's yeah. direct from its uh, from its description. Wow. A penchant. Get out. Yeah. Wow, so and then I watched you I mean, do you, do you have a second to watch the um I can show you the the, the trailer. The trailer yeah. Oh, you have it. to. Please. Um <laughs> I got. I hope I can see the penchant. Who plays penchant? Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're all big Glenn names, close. of course. <laughs> it's a real repunctionessence. Uh, Chuck, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck Jeffries plays Detective Chuck Baker. You know it's a big movie when the actors have the same name as their characters. Yes. So it would just Chuck. be easier if I, for me to remember if you can just <laughs> give me Make the same me. name. 
Ahem. Oh my god. Wow. Nutter and Baker. No weapons, no prints, no witnesses. A serial killer is on the loose. Killer has knowledge of anatomy. Every strike is a vital area, a nerve center. Oh. Remember he's he's still like men. Like men. He's using oh, today's the technology towers. to trap his next victim. What a lovely family. <laughs> to stop him, you have to hit fast, hit hard, and only one man can do the job and do it right. Two of you can be working together as partners on this case. Looks like you win. The end game has begun! Killings are getting closer. Jeez, it goes together. on, doesn't it? He's getting yeah. better. What? Last location, 843 Adam Street, number 21. This serial killer's got a bit of spunk. Right oh, Ted. Yeah. We saw nipples. Still <laughs> <laughs> so giving away the whole film. Blood, Blood Moon. Starring action powerhouse Gary Daniels. Just me and him now. Chuck Jeffries. Oh, oh and Frank Portion. Blood Moon. You get one shot before he kills you. I'm coming. Wait, so you get one shot? Zero, yeah. you get a you chance? Get and that was like that's that's used a lot in the in the marketing and stuff. You get one shot before he kills you. It's oh. like okay, so all these ladies he plays with you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and also like why does he look like he's from like the Fifteenth city. He looks like yeah. a character from the Princess Phantom Bride. Opera. Yeah, Phantom Opera. Yeah, he, that's his ma- his mask is yeah yeah very Phantom me. Yeah, and, and he the really is not very sharp. It's just like a nimble like for, you know yeah like, yeah. I it feel could like be that'd be a liability. Like because yeah. if they grab, they just snap your fingers off. Yeah, because you know? yeah. it's still attached right to your human yeah. knuckles. Yeah, it seems like you didn't have much control. One of the shots is just like stabbing the wall. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But that, the first kill, because I read about, I read the whole, um, I didn't watch the film, but I read the whole uh, synopsis. Yeah. And the first guy he kills was a pretty fair fight. It was a kickboxer. But then, uh, and then the kickboxer guy, the boxer, hits him with a, a chair or a table and he seems to be winning. But then the killer just sort of punches through what? the chair and into his heart. Oh my god! Into your heart. Yeah. Wow. Which is you know watching that movie. That movie itself sort of punched its way into my heart. heart. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> it was action packed. What a bad serial killer as well. I saw his face. Yeah, yeah. he Several took his mask times. off all the time. All the, and in broad daylight. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Some great jumps though. Oh so yeah. Well, everyone I guess involved were stunt doubles, <laughs> and like they were all action people. Yeah. So it was like that stuff was like that amazing. Was yeah, that looks kind of cool. That yeah, Matrix. Yeah, yeah. Matrix. there's some IMDb has some great quotes from the film, such as, "Did you just notice? Oh, this is the killer. <laughs> Did you notice there's blood on the moon tonight? Whoa, whoa! Which is the name of the film? Oh my god! And then he, was one it guy, a Moon. Or? <laughs> one guy yeah. I was about to kill is called Dutch. He goes, "How's it going, Crutch?" And then <gasps> oh. and Dutch goes, "The name's Dutch." And then the killer goes, "It won't be after tonight." I think it's a great night for a moon dance. 
That's like the Neil Young song, it. Harvest Moon. Mm. Yeah. No, yeah. well, I think there's a, <laughs> <laughs> there is a song called Harvest Moon, but isn't there like Van Morrison? Van Morrison. Oh, it's a wonderful night for a moon dance. <laughs> <laughs> but it could yeah, be Harvest Moon, yeah. <laughs> which is, you know, about being heroin and addict in Alabama or something. But <laughs> yeah. I think it was referencing both, personally. Yeah, yeah. 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 Neil Young, obviously. That's so funny. <laughs> All right, so I think it's time for our final score check. <sighs> Oh, so in come on, on, come on, surely in equal third place we had Raywin and the House. <gasps> ah, and wait, in third place, place? yeah. What? So oh, wait, are you, what? remember yeah, it's triple points, it triple points in the oh, final round. Oh my god! See you later. Ray, when you're doing a show at the festival coming up? Unbelievable. I am. I'm doing a show at the festival called Bush Week. Um, lots of stories about growing up in the country, if that's mm. if that's uh, of interest <laughs> to anyone. I mean, you, you make it of interest, it's pretty, so you don't have it's to. It's pretty relatable right, stuff. It's a, but it's yeah. pretty fun. <laughs> she knows a lot about animals. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good shit. Great I think you should, shit. you should write. Uh, ass fish into the show if you can. Oh, yeah. as well. We could yeah. do an ass fish chunk there. Yeah, somewhere. yeah. Uh, Got an extra five on the ass fish. Fifteen at least. Oh boy. <laughs> In second place on seven points, we have Irvy. Oh my what? nice, Irvy. Oh now you're <laughs> also doing some shows at upcoming festivals. Yes. Um. Yeah. Actually, I am doing um my Mel- my what's it called? Oh my God, Irvy went to an all girls school at the Melbourne Comedy Festival and Sydney Comedy Festival, and um it's about me growing up as well <laughs> at a girls school. So if you went to do a two header exactly, <laughs> if you went to a school, you'll get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This is not for homeschool yeah. people. No, yeah. no. Finally, something for us. <laughs> but that means out in front with with six points in the final round, getting her to the score of ten. It's Jordan. Yes. Wow. What did I get? What did I get right? Well, two people guessed your movie. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, you dumb wow. little who ways. <laughs> you did it. Um, I I can't believe I cannot believe it. Yeah. <laughs> We really gave this to you. I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and thank you. Thank you for that. I needed that today. Have you got any shows <laughs> Any shows coming up, Jordan? Well, I do, but I'm cancelling that now. I, this is, I'm going to live off this. <laughs> I'm touring. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am doing a show. It's called Saturn Return Lol and it's at. Lol or lol? Lol. 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 Yeah. <laughs> a missed opportunity. Could have made money from it. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> L-O-L, laughing out loud, <laughs> and hopefully you will too at my show. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. It was a cat. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be there as well doing my show Ding at the Chinese Museum in Melbourne and somewhere in Adelaide as well. But nice. <laughs> you, you could look it up. <laughs> I mean, I could look it up too. I <laughs> Uh, and I'm doing this show, Who Knew It, with Matt Stewart at the European Beer Cafe on the 9th of April, Easter Sunday, 2 p.m. in the afternoon, also doing it at the Brisbane Comedy Fest. Oh, fun. Um, what dates are you in Brisbane? <laughs> that's a, where, where will you be in Brisbane? Yeah. Oh, we'll I, th- I think I'll be at the Powerhouse. Nice. Luckily, there's not many venues up there yeah. for that festival, but, but I think that's right. I thought we weren't allowed to announce Brisbane yet. Okay. <laughs> well, this I is coming out in a few weeks. Okay. You got great. some time. Oh, then I'm some- doing Brisbane too. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and hopefully the, the powers that be up there aren't tuning in. Um, <laughs> yeah. We could be in real strife. The powerhouse oh. looks like it's tuning in. No and you, you also do some podcasts together, you mm. two. Yes, Irvi and I have a podcast called Sex and the Sex in the Sex. Yeah. And it's a, a Sex and City podcast and we watch the episodes and then we talk about them. We have guests on them and uh, we will be finishing season five. By the time this comes out, awesome. yeah. mark my words. Mark my words. <laughs> there will be new episodes. It will wow. be out. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, thanks so much for joining. It's been a lot of fun. Hopefully you'll come back sometime and, and defend your title, Jordan, and maybe Ray when you can, yeah. you know, try and Topple wipe off down. some of this shame that you've yeah. <laughs> gained today. Yeah, oh, yeah it's so bad. You came in here a champion, Ray, I weren't you? And I'll leave an ass fish. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, if you enjoy the show, give us a five-star review. Why not? And maybe tell your friends if you think they might enjoy it. Cheers for tuning in to Who Knew with Matt Stewart. Now that you know it, I've been Matt Stewart. Goodbye. The biggest show I think yet for you, Matt. Look at this, us. Yeah. This is a hot room oh. for lots of reasons. <laughs> Welcome to Who. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it's a career highlight. <laughs> I'm just like slow just sneak today. that in. <laughs> It's a career highlight <laughs> before the welcome. <laughs> <laughs>
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.